Welcome back to another bonus episode of Anime Deep Dive, the podcast that does in-depth reviews of different anime series. Due to the extent which plot points will be discussed, a spoiler warning will now be in effect. This is a spoiler review, so if you haven't seen this movie and are looking only for a recommendation, there will be a timestamp in the episode description you can skip to called Final Thoughts. This section will be spoiler-free, where I get my overall opinion on the film and whether or not I think it's worth your time to watch it. So now that that's out of the way, let's deep dive into Trinity 7, Eternity Library to Alchemic Girl. Released in 2017 by Studio 7 Arc Pictures, it has a 55-minute runtime and comes in sub only from what I can tell. I was contemplating which movie I wanted to review next as I had a few different options in mind. When I realized this month's bonus episode would fall on Valentine's Day, I knew it was fate. I had to cover Trinity 7's first movie, I mean what says Valentine's Day, more than accidentally making a baby. The film starts with a brief recap of the first season. I was like, not this again, but luckily it was only 5 minutes instead of a third of the movie like Goblin Slayer Goblin Crown was. Even though I remembered everything that was shown in the summary, seeing all the cheeky moments Arata had with the girls during the season did bring a smile to my face. It puts you in the mindset to watch a fun, etchy anime movie. I'm not a fan of starting at the end battle then working up to how the story got to that point. I find it annoying to know where things will end up having to rewatch a scene I already viewed. This is exactly how the movie begins with Arata having a dream of what will come. Some of the issues off the bat is it shows Arata going to be ended and Lilith hugs him to also take the blast. Then the bad guy just sits and wait. Arata has time to tell Lilith to run, he grabs her ass, apologizes for it, then reached down for a grimoire like the villain would have had eons to attack him. I'm all for breaking an intense moment with humor and sexual humor at that, but Arata grabbing ass while true to his character, it just seemed really out of place in this moment. I mentioned in my review of Trinity 7 the season that Selena would get stuck giving up her body whenever a fight broke out, but now she's having her sister try to offer it up to Arata for a fondling session. And this happens right before the entrance of the newest character and star of the show, Lilum, who is created and named by Arata after his magic is absorbed by Lilith's grimoire. Lilum is adorable, she has the sweetest voice, and while powerful, she has childlike innocence. When Lilum is born, she addresses Arata and Lilith as Papa and Mama. Voice actor Yoshisugu Masuaka killed Arata's shock reaction of having fatherhood thrust upon him. My favorite parts of this movie is everyone's discovery of Lilum. Arin somehow busts in the room immediately after Lilum appears and declares she heard Arata had a child. How is that possible she found out so quickly? When Arin offers to have Lilum address her as mother, she gets shut down quick as Lilith is her mother alone. Lilith gets called mama a few times and the maternal instincts kick in real fast. Every time she hears it, she gets an arrow through the heart. Yui also busts in the door saying she sensed the magic, which is maybe how Arin discovered Lilum's existence as well. And I loved Yui being all over Arata in Trinity 7 the season, and her antics carry on. Jumping into his arms while kicking her feet, whining she wants to make a baby with him too. I mean, it's just a classic. Lizalot smacks Arata in the face with her grimoire just to see if she can make a baby with him that way. Having moments like this reminds me why I loved this series so much the first time I watched it. The obstacle of this movie is Arata touching Lilith's grimoire didn't just create Lilum, it set free the White Demon Lord whose sole purpose is to fight and destroy Arata, so he really screwed himself there. As for the action, everyone got to showcase their powers, and Arata firing his gun looked like Will Smith shooting the cricket in Men in Black. The recoil on that thing is powerful. A point was made in the season of how much Aaron and Hedri look alike. It really showed when they both put up a shield to protect Arata. Their hair and robes were damn near identical. I like how the White Demon Lord fights. He lets the girls all attack him to draw out their spells so he knows what he's working with. He also split their forces by occupying half of them with what looks like a legendary dragon duel monster from Yu-Gi-Oh. 
then steals all his main enemy's power to use as his own? That's something Arata needs to work on in the future, is not having his magic stolen. Lizalot did it to him, Lilith's Grimoire did it, and now the White Demon Lord drained him with just a look. Arata's Paladin armor was dope, but I didn't like the giant cannon to defeat the White Demon Lord, so I was actually happy that didn't finish him off. Even if it was part of the last blow, everyone attacking at once with their own power was a way better way to finish him off in my opinion. And is it just me, or when his remains are festering on the ground, it looks like what happens if you blow bubbles and milk with a straw. What confused me about this story is Lilin being the angel she is, offers to sacrifice her consciousness by giving the magic she absorbed from Arata back to him so he could fight the white demon lord. Then after their heart to heart, Lilin decides she wants to stay with everyone and not disappear. It made it seem like they were going to use a different method that would allow Lilin to continue being in a human form. But when everything's said and done, she still fades away, so I didn't understand what the plan was to keep that from happening, or why it failed. Putting that aside, Lillian leaving was sad, and this movie shouldn't have had enough time to get me invested in her character, but I was. Just like everyone in the movie, I got attached to Lillian. As for the end, there's no better way it could have finished than with Arata magically destroying everyone's clothes, it was great. I only had a few nitpicks, the bleeding from Levy's nose when Lillian eats candy looked like tomato juice, not blood. Akio tells Arata that he looks awful, then he collapses on cue after realizing his magic was drained from creating Lilum. He should have passed out right after it happened, awakening to discover Lilum's creation later on. When Arata calls upon Lilum's powers, the subtitles have her saying, Use me, daddy. It didn't sit right with me. Final thoughts. I feel Trinity 7 should have gotten a second season, but we didn't. When I enjoy a series, I will take what I can get. This movie was fun. I got to see all the characters I love, as well be introduced to new ones that I will appreciate moving forward. It was short, it was sweet, and I would recommend this movie to anyone who likes Trinity 7. That's going to be it for this month's bonus review. Hope to catch you in the next one. Bye.